name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, when God and men may his grace and his blessing be with us now and unto the age of all ages. Amen. Today, brothers and sisters, we celebrate the feast of the strong saint, Ava Moses, one of the great saints of our faith, uh, whose life and example is a light to each and every one of us. And it's appropriate first that we remember the details of the life of Ava Moses, we know about his life primarily from a work in the early church known as the Lausiac History. And this book was written by a pious Christian named Palladius at the request of Lausus, a chamberlain in the court of the Emperor Theodosius. And Palladius dwelt in the deserts of Egypt among many of the ascetic fathers and the mothers for several years. And he recorded their lives and their sayings in a work that is commonly known as the Paradise of the Holy Fathers. And in this work we learn that Ava Moses was a black man who was by nationality perhaps Ethiopian or some say Libyan. He was a slave who left his earthly master and became a robber, a fornicator, and even a savage killer. And despite his sinful life, Moses worshipped the idols and he was searching inwardly for the one true God. It is said that he spoke to the Son, saying, If you are the true God, reveal yourself to me. One day he was praying this way, and he heard a voice saying to him, If you want to know the true God, go to the wilderness of Shehit. And so he went, and there he found Ava Isidor the priest. And Ava Isidor was a spiritual father to all of the monks dwelling in Shehit, and the two had a conversation. They spoke about the true God, and Ava Moses' heart was open towards repentance. He received the grace of the mystery of repentance and confession at the hands of Ava Macarius the Great, another great saint of the church. And during the mystery, while he was confessing, Ava Macarius saw a black tablet that became whiter with each sin that Ava Moses confessed. Ava Macarius prophesied that Moses would be great among all of the monks and that later on he would die as a martyr. After several years of testing, Ava Macarius put the holy esquim, or the, the garb of the monk, on Ava Moses and made him a full monk. And during his life and struggle in the desert, Ava Moses exhibited many virtues. He served others indiscriminately. He refused to judge anyone for anything. He constantly fought against the passions and the lusts of the flesh. He displayed great humility in sincerely considering himself to be less than everyone else. He practiced the mystery of silence, even in the face of insults. He constantly worshipped God and meditated on the Holy Scripture. Ava Moses received not only the grace of the mystery of repentance and holy baptism, but later on he would receive the grace of the mystery of confession, the mystery of the priesthood, I should say, and he became a father to hundreds of monks in their struggle as ascetics in the wilderness. And when he reached a good old age, the prophecy of Ava Macarius was fulfilled. The barbarians attacked the monastery, and Ava Moses offered himself to them without any resistance, and so he received the crown of martyrdom at approximately the age of 75. And with God's grace, I would like to offer just a few brief meditations 
on this amazing life of Ava Moses as we celebrate his feast. The first meditation is that the life of Ava Moses presents to us a message of hope, a message of hope. Like the stories of St. Mary of Egypt, St. Augustine, and many others, the story of Ava Moses teaches us that there is always hope for those who seek forgiveness of their sins and who seek to come to know God. There is always hope. And this might seem like an obvious message to many of us who were born and raised in the church, but to be honest, it is not as obvious to people who were raised outside of the church and do not know God. Many of them believe that in light of their sins, there is no hope for them, that God is not able to forgive them the things that they have done. But we see in the life of Abba Moses that there is hope, even for the worst of sinners. We see how repentance and the grace of God can convert a person from one extreme to entirely the opposite extreme. Ava Moses went from being the chief of an evil gang of fiends to the spiritual father of a blessed group of monks. He went from being a murderer to uh, an ascetic who gave his life freely not only to God but to anyone who needed him. He was transformed from a fornicator to a virgin. And these radical changes give each and every one of us hope that we too can change ourselves and we can draw near to God. Pope Shenouda of thrice blessed memory in his book on calmness, he meditated on how Ava Moses even changed in his nature. Before he became an ascetic, his nature was one that was savage. He was very violent, quick to anger, always seeking whatever pleasure was available to him. But through that life of repentance and the life of asceticism, his very nature was changed and he learned long-suffering and patience. And this is a great message of hope to each and every one of us because sometimes we think, well, I'm just this way. The Lord made me this way. I'm just one who is prone to anger. I'm just prone to fornication or to lustful thoughts. This is something that's part of me. But Ava Moses shows us that with God's grace, and our cooperation with God's grace, our very nature can be transformed and we can be something different. So there's always hope and there's always a possibility to change, for with God, nothing is impossible. The second point that we can benefit from today is that the story of Ava Moses shows us the power of repentance. Repentance is not an emotional feeling uh, of regret for our sins, but more importantly, it is a change. It's not just feeling bad, but it's also changing your life. That's what the word for repentance means, metania. It's a change, a change of behavior. And in the life of Ava Moses, we see a clear change of behavior. There is a story that I want to highlight, or actually two stories. One comes before Ava Moses' repentance, and the other one comes after. Here's a story from before his repentance. He had as an enemy a certain shepherd against whom he remembered certain evil things, and he went to steal sheep from his flock. The shepherd was told by a certain man, Moses has crossed the Nile River by swimming. That shows you how strong he was. Imagine crossing the Nile River, the mightiest river in the world, crossing it by swimming. But he was able to do that. 
Moses has crossed the Nile by swimming and he holds a sword in his hand and his clothes are placed on his head and he has crossed the river by swimming. The shepherd entirely covered himself with sand and buried himself and hid himself from Moses. When Moses came and did not find the shepherd, he chose out two fine rams from the sheep, killed them, tied them together with a rope, swam back across the Nile River, and having come to a small village, he skinned the rams, ate the best portions of the meat, and sold the remainder for wine and, and drink. After these things, he went back to his companions. So this is a glimpse of Abba Moses before. He has uh, a vendetta against a shepherd, right? He has an enmity with this man. So in his strength and his anger, he can swim across the Nile, look for the man. The man is terrified. He's hidden himself under the ground because he's afraid of Abba Moses. So Abba Moses kills two rams, two male sheep. He kills them, puts them on his back, and swims with their weight back through the Nile River, and there he eats the meat and sells the rest so that he can have money for wine and drink. That's Ava Moses before his repentance. What about a story after his repentance? Consider this one. About him they tell the story that four thieves came into his cell because they did not know who he was. He tied them all together after being fasting for seven days straight, and he lifted them up on his shoulders like a bag of chopped straw. He brought them to the brethren in the church and said to the brethren, Since I have not the power to do evil to any man, what do you command me to do to those who rose up against me to kill me? Now at that time Moses had been fasting for seven days and he had eaten nothing. After he had done this, he informed the thieves, saying, I indeed am Moses, who was formerly the captain of a band of thieves, Having heard this, they praised and glorified God. When they saw the sincerity of his repentance, they also removed themselves from their evil deeds and said within themselves, Let us also draw near to repentance so that we may become worthy of the forgiveness of sins, even as he also is worthy. So this is a story after his repentance. Look at the difference. In both of them, he uses his great strength. The first one, he swims across the Nile. The second, he carries seven men on his shoulders after tying them up. But in the second one, he brings them to repentance. It's not for sin. It's not for his passions. But he works for the sake of their repentance, and he refuses to judge them. Whereas in the first one, he was ready to kill that shepherd. So we see the power of repentance and this complete change that it affected in the life of Ava Moses. Third, we learn from his story that repentance is not a momentary change. It's not something that happens at just one instant, but it is a lifelong struggle for holiness. In the life of Ava Moses, we discover this clear change in his life, and this change was not the end. It was a beginning, right? The change was the beginning, because after he repented, he had to struggle against temptation, against the devil. In his life, we read the following. While fasting often and during the time of prayer and silent contemplation, that devil of error who brings back the remembrance of the mind, the wickedness of former habits would come to him and tempt him to such a degree that even as he himself told us, 
He wanted exceedingly little to make Moses fall from his covenant. He used to go to his father of confession, St. Isidore, his spiritual father, St. Isidore, to tell him about his struggle. His father told him, Do not be distressed, for these are the beginnings of the birth pangs, and they come upon you seeking what they are accustomed to receive. When a dog comes continually to the cook, if a man gives him nothing, he will not go there again. Thus also it is with you, for if you will continue in fasting and prayer and in silent contemplation, the devil will immediately fall into despair and he will flee from you. So we oftentimes today hear complaints from people that they have fallen again after they repented. They think that repentance is a momentary change and after that the devil is not going to come back and tempt them. But this could not be further from the truth. The story of Ava Moses tells us that even after repentance, there is going to be a struggle. And if we understand this, then we'll never be distressed when we come back to our father of confession and say to him, I feel hopeless because I fell back into the same exact sin. Well, of course you did, because the devil is fighting you. Because repentance is a beginning, it is not the, the end. But it is a beginning, and after that, we must struggle to overcome temptation with the grace of God. We learn finally from the story of Ava Moses that repentance and the life of holiness that we have spoken about today is not just our work. It's not just through our own effort, but it is also a gift of divine grace. The struggle of Ava Moses was very ascetic. He worked for his salvation. He fasted. He journeyed to help the other monks. He performed numerous fastings, worships, and prayers. But his father of confession, St. Isidore, told him, Rest yourself, O Moses. Do not trouble yourself against the devils, and do not seek to make attacks on them. There is moderation in everything, even in the works of the ascetic life. And he assured him, saying, in the name of Jesus Christ, from this time forward, the devil shall cease from you. Draw near them and participate in the holy mysteries, and you shall be free from all impurity, both of the flesh and of the spirit. You must not boast within yourself and say, I have overcome the devils, for it was for your benefit that they have waxed strong against you. So Moses returned again to his cell. After two months, Ava Isidore came to him and asked him concerning himself. Moses said to him, I never see now anything which is hateful to me. Now he was also held to be worthy of the gift of divine grace. So from this, this excerpt from the life of Ava Moses, we see that he was working very hard in his asceticism. And his spiritual father said, it is not only your effort, rest yourself and allow the grace of God to also work with you. And when Abba Moses accepted to work with the grace of God in his asceticism, then he was fine, and then he was able to continue in the right path. So we also, in our repentance, have to struggle, but we also have to know that the victorious life is not our own action, but it is a gift from above. When God sees our sincere desire to have a life of holiness, he will grant us divine grace, just as he granted to St. Moses the strong, and he will give us rest from the continuous attacks of the devil. 
maybe one last brief point that I, I want to throw in today is that we see from the life of Ava Moses the importance of the figure of the father of confession or the spiritual father. Ava Moses wouldn't have made it to be commemorated today to have this beautiful icon, to have this beautiful chapel and all of the, the churches in his name, he wouldn't have made it without Ava Isidore. He wouldn't have made it without Ava Macarius. They helped him through his struggle. They were able to channel his energy and his strength into the right path and they taught him how to be strong against the temptation of the devil, how not to boast within himself, how to depend on divine grace. He was guided, on the one hand, in the ascetic life with moderation uh, in his own work, but on the other hand, with the counsel of his spiritual fathers. And so likewise, in our struggle and our repentance, we need guidance. We need guidance. And therefore, our church arranged for every believer to be guided by his father of confession and a spiritual or a spiritual father, uh, and to live the life of discipleship uh, to this father. Uh, not that the father is holier than his children. Uh, in many cases, uh, we cannot say this. But we do say that God works through the father. God, God works through the father and gives to the disciple, gives to the child, the very thing that the child needs to hear from the mouth and the example of the father who hopefully himself is striving for holiness. And so, brothers and sisters, today as we celebrate the Feast of Ava Moses the Strong, we see that this feast and the story gives each and every one of us joy and hope. It shows us the power of repentance. It teaches us that repentance is a struggle in our life, and it warns us not to depend on our own strength, but to depend on divine grace to grant us the gift of the victorious life under the direction of our Father of Confession and Spiritual Father. May the holy prayers of the strong Saint Abba Moses be with each and every one of us, and glory be to God forever. Amen.